Looking for the best place to buy tickets for any of your favorite teams or sporting events? We've got the spot. Our partner, StubHub, has been the leading ticket marketplace in the world for over 20 years, providing a 100% guarantee with every order. From a worldwide selection of live events, the widest choice of tickets and industry-leading partnerships, StubHub has what you need to purchase with confidence. StubHub, an official partner of The Athletic. We can just watch basketball. How about we can just watch basketball? Welcome to the Daily Ding. Happy Thursday, everybody. I'm your host, Andrew Schlecht. With me is my good friend, Will Guillory. Will, we had some good basketball tonight in the NBA. Yes, last week it wasn't so fun trying to figure out how we could put the pot together. Tonight it was a lot of fun. We had some great games, some great shots. Man, I'm just happy to be on the pod because we got a lot to talk about. Let's start in Sacramento where the Kings win 95-94 against the Dallas Mavericks on a just a tremendous shot from Chimizi Metu, who shot the ball great tonight. He's 3 of 5 from 3. Hasn't shot the ball well in the season, but played well tonight. The defense absolutely collapsed on De'Aaron Fox, and Fox found him for just a, a wide-open buzzer beater in a game that was just back and forth really the entire night. A really, really nice win for a Kings team that needed it. No doubt. This was a big win for them, and I think a lot of people are going to see that game winner and say, who? Chemezi Metu? Like, yeah. who's this guy? I mean, this is a guy that the, the Kings have invested time in. They've put him on the floor a lot. They've, they've given him the freedom to put those three-pointers up, and if you watch that last play, it was basically a play designed with De'Aaron Fox as plan A and Chemezi Metu as plan B, and yep. it came through, and he knocked down a shot. I think it was a, a great play design by Alvin Gentry, a great pass by De'Aaron Fox and Metu came through and hit the shot just like you said as a, as a win they needed uh, they're one of like 18 teams that's chasing that playing spot in the Western Conference and Dallas is one of them this is a loss that's probably gonna hurt them at some point down the line uh, but yeah just a really good game and a really big win for the Sacramento Kings yeah the Mavs who have been without Luka Doncic for a little while and have played well I mean, if you, if you watch this Mavs team, you don't sit there and think like, wow, they're like really missing something. Like they're getting a lot from specifically Jalen Brunson, who creates shots for them. He plays good defense. I mean, they were they were targeting Darren Fox on the other end. And for good reason, you know, the Kings, it felt like the Kings had control of this game down the stretch. And then the Mavericks started targeting Darren Fox with Jalen Brunson on one possession uh, Chris Epps Porzingis got fouled on another possession by Fox. Uh, and and it felt like the Mavs were going to run away with this, but then the Kings were able to pull things out. But, you know, you have to credit the Mavericks with the effort that they give, with the, the defense, and then what Brunson and Porzingis are bringing night to night uh, on the offensive end has been actually pretty impressive. Yeah, and Porzingis is usually the punching bag for this Dallas team, and he's been really big for them since Luka's been out with uh, the COVID protocols. And, man, every time – I think anytime we mention Jalen Brunson now on the show, we got to scream, pay that man. It's time to pay that man. Oh, man. He yes. is balling out. He's going to be a free agent next summer, and he's going to get a lot of money, man. Jalen Brunson is a quality point guard. He puts up big numbers, and it's not just the numbers. Uh, the way – he's just a point guard that you can trust in those big moments. And you saw at the end of the game they were able 
able to execute, you know, pretty much uh, anytime they needed a shot because Jalen Brinson is just so steady in everything that he's doing out there. And, man, I just uh, I love what he brings. But I think it's going to be really interesting with Dallas. You know, I think we're, I'm looking ahead a little bit here, but just looking at their salary sheet, man, they got to play Jalen Brunson next summer and Dorian Finney-Smith. Uh, yep. I think that's going to be a really tough decision when you, you also add, factor in that the Luka extension is going to kick in after this year. So that roster is going to be real expensive. But, uh, I mean, getting back to tonight, I think you got to give a lot of credit to Jalen and, and Porzingis. But they just didn't get a whole lot from the rest of those guys. And, you know, it's tough with the COVID protocols knocking out somebody big like Luka. But uh, on the other side, the Kings got contributions from their role players, including uh, Mr. Big Shot, Chemezi Metu. Yep, that's right. I love it. This is a fun game. Let's go to Portland, where the Jazz beat the Blazers like a drum, 120 to 105. And it was not that the Jazz starters weren't good. They were. But they got, I think they got 59 points from their bench, including 21 from Rudy Gay, 15 from Hassan Whiteside, and 19 from Jordan Clarkson, as opposed to just the nothing that the Blazers got from the bench. I mean, that was really the difference in the game. No doubt. And you picked out the the one big number that I was going to write down, the bench differential, until I saw the points in the paint differential, 74 to 30. 74 to 30, the Jazz outscored them in the paint. I mean, this Portland situation is just getting really, really bad. Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're two and ten in their last 12 games. Damian Lillard uh, wrote it down, put up what 32 tonight. Uh, Norm Powell had 25 in the first half. And it just didn't matter. It wasn't even close the entire night. Utah just dominated them without Donovan Mitchell. It wasn't like any of their guys had any, you know, crazy game or anything like that. It was just contributions all around, and they would just be able to get shots easy all night uh, right at the rim uh, against this Portland defense. And, and, man, I'm just watching this game with Dame, and I'm like – how long are we going to do this, man? How long is this situation going to keep lingering where we we see where it's going and they're just getting worse and worse as the season goes? Man, I, I really feel for them because he's trying to make this thing work. Uh, but you kind of see, the, you know, the train coming at you. And I don't know what he does because they're, they're, you, you got to say they're one of the worst teams in the West right now, uh, which is crazy. Yeah. But that's just the way they're playing. When you watch them, uh, they're just so terrible on defense and they just don't have a whole lot of options outside of Dane. No, they don't. And they're a team that you got to watch. I mean, the trade deadline is a little over a month away. And that's a team that you have to watch one way or another. You have to believe that the Blazers are going to be involved. The Memphis Grizzlies have this come-from-behind victory against the Lakers. The Lakers actually start with a real center in the lineup, not LeBron. Dwight (laughs) Howard started the game but didn't play a whole lot. And it seemed like the Lakers had control of this. They're up big in the second half, and then the Grizzlies just start to climb back into the game with their defense, with some of their shot making. You know, they're missing Dylan Brooks right now, who's in COVID protocols. But Kyle Anderson really stepped up. Jaron Jackson Jr. really stepped up. And then John Morant. Oh, my just goodness. an absolute stud tonight. Oh 41 points. 10 boards, two two assists, two steals, two blocks. Uh, unbelievable. And some big-time threes down the stretch for Ja. And, and I mean, we got to mention also LeBron James put up a 37-13-7 in this game. <laughs> Eight three-pointers. LeBron was crazy tonight. And Ja Morant just said, no, not, not tonight, LeBron. Right. They went toe-to-toe in that fourth quarter. Ja scored nine straight 
uh, to put it away from Memphis. And, man, it, it was such an incredible performance uh, for John Morant and just him showing up on this big stage against this Lakers team. And once again, uh, with the Lakers, man, it's LeBron looks so great this season. Mm-hmm. He's playing so, so well. And then you look at those other guys. Obviously, AD's hurt, but, you know, Russ had another situation tonight where he gets to the rim and he just can't quite get there. It misses the layup in the clutch. Uh, Taylor Horton Tucker, I thought it was really a rough again tonight. Carmelo couldn't hit a shot. And, uh, man, it was just once again, this Lakers team, it just keeps slipping. Uh, it looks like LeBron was going to get him there. But then John just took over in the fourth quarter, and that was that. Yeah, it, they don't really have options. I mean, you saw that, that final play where the Lakers actually had a chance to tie the game. Russ is standing in the corner wide open. Yep. They don't want they don't want that option. LeBron throws it to Malik Monk. Malik Monk's gets completely hammered by the Grizzlies defense. Throws it back to LeBron. LeBron gets hammered by the Grizzlies defense. He tries to throw <laughs> it over to Westbrook at the last second when he really didn't want to. I mean, it was just an absolute mess because they just don't have good options on the wing. And the Grizzlies knew that. And credit to the Grizzlies who made them make bad choices. Like that was it was a really great performance by the Grizzlies defense down the stretch. No doubt they held the Lakers to 16 points in the fourth quarter. Ja had 11 by himself. Uh, so a really great defensive performance by Memphis. And once again, uh, I think whenever we mention that top tier in the West, we, we got to start throwing Memphis in there. They just keep yep. piling up these wins. And like you said, Dylan Brooks has been in and out of the lineup. Desmond Bain didn't really have that great of a game tonight. And, and they just find a way to keep winning these games. And you got to give credit to that whole team, Taylor Jenkins, uh, what they're accomplishing. And it's going to be really interesting to see where they fall in that Western Conference you know, picture and how dangerous they're going to be in the Western Conference because I mean you you saw tonight with John Morant going toe to toe with LeBron if he can do that on a playoff stage that team could be really dangerous. Yep. Uh, <laughs> let's go to Boston. Oh, the Boston man. Celtics lose to the Los Angeles Clippers. This is where the show is not so fun anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Things get less fun here for one specific reason. Uh, two numbers: the number four and the number forty-two. It was unbelievable watching this. Oh, my God. The Celtics shot 42 threes. They made four of them. That's 9.5% on the night, if you're counting at home. This was this was a really just a cringe-worthy performance by the Celtics because, honestly, their defense wasn't that bad. And yeah. they got to the rim a lot, and they that's really all they could do. Was drive to the rim to score. Credit to Jalen Brown, who took 36 shots in this game. Told 36. Him to 30 That's what he ended up with. Wow. I mean, unbelievable. He kind of had to because that ball, it was just a hot potato, just all the way around. No one really, by the end of the game, <laughs> no one really wanted to shoot it. Like, I don't want to be the one. Oh, uh, it, was, it was just a rough, rough night, and it, it felt – a little bit like, and, and credit to the Clippers, but it felt a little bit like the Clippers won by default because they just had to kind of do the bare minimum to get this win. Yeah, and you said it. It wasn't like the Clippers were that great in the fourth quarter either. I mean, you had that uh, Eric Bledsoe air ball in there at one point. They had a couple turnovers. Wide open, just like <laughs> sailed right over the rim. Yep. And I mean, but Boston goes one of 18 on threes in the fourth quarter. I mean, they were just jacking up these shots, and the crowd just kind of goes from angry about it to just like, oh, God. It's just like every time one goes up, it's like, oh, no, not again. It was like none of them just had a chance. It was It's crazy because 
you just see them just start piling up on a, after a while. Like you said, you just felt it in the building. Every time guys put up a shot, they just knew it wasn't going in. And a bunch of them were open. You know, shots you got to take, but it's just like, man, four for 42 it is wild. And I looked this up. This is only the second time in NBA history a team has, you know, shot 40 plus threes and gone under 10%. And the funny thing is the other one happened last year. <laughs> with Houston, yeah. uh, they they went four Last for season, but in the year twenty twenty one, it it just happened. I mean, it's it's definitely like a twenty twenty one thing. This will never happen in NBA history ever again. Just, right, just in the year twenty twenty. <laughs> exactly, but I think the the sad part about that is you know that's that Houston team in March twenty twenty one was in the middle of a tank job going after Jalen Green. This Boston team. Yep has hopes of doing stuff in the playoffs and you're shooting the ball. I mean, Jason Tatum isn't there, of course. Uh, that's a big part of this. Uh, but man, uh, once again, Boston is another team that just put up these disappointing performances and getting losses where they're just dropping in the standings as well. And I, I don't know what they do to fix that situation, but it, it's just not good. Just the way they're looking with those role guys, with Jalen struggling. Uh, it's just rough right now. Yeah, I mean, you talk about Jason Tatum being gone, but I mean, this is a very, very shorthanded Clippers team. Like, this yeah. is not this is not what the Clippers are supposed to look like either. So, just just an overall just kind of brutal night. And you know, credit to the Clippers for just being competent. You know, just show up, <laughs> be competent. You can beat the Celtics. Looking for an assist with your credit card, but can't get a hold of anyone? Luckily, with twenty four seven U.S. based live customer service from Discover, everyone has the option to talk to a real person anytime, day or night. Yep. You heard that right. You can talk to a real human and customer service at any time. Sounds like a real game changer if you ask us. Make the right call and get the service you deserve with Discover. Limitations apply. See terms at discover.com slash credit card. And now two pigeons bemoaning the fact you can stream DirecTV satellite free. You see this? A family watching baseball on DirecTV with no satellite dish in sight. Let's heckle them. You call that changing the channel? Choke up on the remote, buddy. I hope getting all these games on DirecTV makes up for your mother not preach you and your sunflower seeds. DirecTV has the most MLB games. Visit DirecTV.com. Claim based on total games offered on national and regional sports networks with choice package or higher. Availability of RSNs varies by zip code and package. High-speed internet service required. Terms and restrictions apply. Uh, the Chicago Bulls take it to the Hawks again. Kind of a repeat performance from the other night. They beat them 131 to 117. The Charlotte Hornets beat the Indiana Pacers off a really hot start from the Hornets. Uh, they cooled down a little bit. Indy got their defense engaged, but Charlotte still prevailed 116 to 108. The New York Knicks beat the shorthanded Detroit Pistons with the Detroit's always shorthanded. That's just how they're <laughs> going to be all season. Um, but the Knicks. <laughs> they're just the just such a weird team. Always, it's like Tom Thibodeau just rides his bench down the stretch, and credit to Alec Burks, who was I think he was one shy of his career high of thirty five points. He scored thirty four tonight, and Emmanuel Quickly, who who put in eighteen, led the way for them. And only one New York Nick in the starting lineup was in double digits. That was R.J. Barrett with fifteen points. Just what a odd team. Very odd. Very odd. And you mentioned the bench uh, scoring earlier. How about a 65-7 to margin 
in that Knicks Pistons game. Thirty four from Alex Burks. He put up nineteen in the fourth quarter. Uh, just yeah, whenever you're watching the Pistons, it's just a very weird experience. Uh, I just don't know what's going on with, it. especially when Cade's out. It's just like what's going on here? How 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 are they playing against other NBA teams? But yeah. credit to the Knicks. I mean, uh, Tibbs rode his his bench. He trusted them, and they came through with the win. It was a close game for a while, and then they kind of ran away with it in the fourth quarter. So credit to Tibbs and credit uh, to that Knicks bench. Just just keeps coming through for him and then we end the night in phoenix where the suns beat the thunder 115 to 97 big night from devin booker who put in 38 7 and 5 he was spectacular only 24 shots like just a spectacularly efficient night for him on the thunder side they did not have shea gildas alexander in the lineup he was a late scratch with an ankle injury but they're they're rookie Aaron Wiggins is kind of the guy that's that has Thunder Twitter just on fire tonight. He <laughs> had 22 crazy. points, eight boards, one assist, two steals. Just a fun night from a, a the 55th pick in the draft kind of doing stuff. So that's pretty cool. Yeah, that's what you want to see with the of the Thunder, right? Just just these young guys doing stuff. And, you know, <laughs> and, you know just getting it from a guy, like you said, t- taking – 55th, you'll take that for sure. So, I mean, he looks like a player. That's for sure. He had 20 the other night against the Pelicans as mm-hmm. well. So, yeah, I think Aaron Wiggins is a, is a real player. And that's what you need to find if you're OKC. Well, how many real NBA players do you have on that roster? And look like they got one more with young Wiggins. Yep. All right, that's going to do it for today's show. Be sure to listen to all of our shows on the Athletic NBA Show Network. And, Will, take us out. Oh, man, I'm just happy to be back. Let's get another ding in one last time for the new year. Happy New Year, everybody.